Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, Ryan here, host of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Welcome to part number two of the Fantasy Football Special with myself and Nabil J. Tapker, longtime fantasy football players. I hope you enjoyed part number one of the Fantasy Football Special where we discussed platforms, draft strategies, and oh yes, reminiscing on some stories of some horrible losses that still stick with us today. But on this part two special is when we dive deeper into the players of the 2021 season. We take a closer look into quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, and yes, even kickers. We discuss the players that we're targeting for the 2021 season, some of our favorite sleepers, and players that we will just not draft. And yes, don't worry, we cover both platforms as far as the standard leagues and also the daily leagues such as DraftKings. Both Nabil and I live for this stuff. We cannot wait for football to start, and even more so, we can't wait for fantasy football to get underway. So if you disagree with us, agree with us, have stories to share, or sleepers, picks of your own, or guys you're just going to flat out stay away from, drop us a comment, or even shoot us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. So without further ado, here's part two of the Fantasy Football Special. Nabil, I see you rocking the Texans hat as I rock the Broncos hat, and uh, hopefully we're doing better this year. <laughs> Can't be uh, worse, Broncos, who are they? <laughs> Dude, who's a, oh my God, who's a quarterback? So we are recording this on what, August 11th, 2021, and we still don't know who the quarterback is. And I also feel it important to give the date too, because when I publish this shortly after we record, things change very fast. So, you know, what you hear in this, in this podcast episode, you know, most of it will probably still ring true, but for all, you know, someone breaks an ankle tomorrow then, you know, take him off the board, forget it. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So things well, move if Aaron fast. Rogers, if Aaron Rodgers hurts himself tomorrow in camp, you guys will be happy, right? Serves him right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yep. <laughs> he can get ready for next year. Come play with us. <laughs> yeah. Last time. So we recorded the previous episode to this little two-part series and Rogers was still kind of you know, going back and forth and where he was going. And then right after that, he, he signed with, uh, with the Packers again for one more year. So, all right. I think, I yeah. I think it's Tyrod Taylor for the Texans. And uh, I don't know, man, <laughs> you know, we'll find that's out. brutal because you have an all pro <laughs> quarterback on your team and boy, oh boy, did he F himself. What the hell? He's, sh- he's showing up for camp though. So he's, he is well, showing he, up. So he doesn't he just here. So he don't get fined. <laughs> that sucks, man, because here everybody is literally thinking he's like the greatest dude, the most amazing teammate. And he's a winner. And look what the hell he's doing behind the scenes when no one really knows. That's, that's brutal. That is yeah, brutal. And we, Oh, by the way, we're talking about Deshaun Watson, who is the starting right. quarterback of the Houston Texans. 
Um, yeah, it's it's got to be hard, especially if you draft him in a year-long league. Uh, you know, if you're expecting him. The good thing is the quarterbacks are pretty deep, so it's not like – but uh, it hurts as a fan more than a fantasy football fan, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, Sean Watson. you're taking the top three to four quarterback right off the board there. I mean, granted, I know he lost some weapons too, so – Maybe he would have been he knocked lost a down. Lot. He yeah. lost a lot of weapons. He probably would have yeah. been knocked down a notch or two. But I know being a Broncos fan, like we were eyeing him big time. And rumor was that he wanted mm-hmm. to come to Denver. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. And then a week later, all these allegations start pouring out. It's like, well, there goes that. That is not happening. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a chance. He had the opportunity to get drafted, uh, traded to Denver. Uh, I think it was the Jets were on the list as well yeah. at one point. Yeah, uh, Miami was on the list as well, yeah. where I think he would have really loved to play. Uh, but no, he was just not interested in uh, for the money, you know, and uh, rightly so. He was playing his position uh, unless he he was just and he was not worried about any of those accusations against him coming up because now he looks like the idiot. So, yeah. Wow, man. What a waste. What yeah. an absolute waste. And now, like, the Eagles are said to be in on him. But it's like, how can you trade for a guy not having any idea if he's going to be suspended or it literally could possibly end up in jail at this point? You're absolutely knows? right. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? And they want all these first-round picks. It's like, wow. And now <laughs> that is like, how can your fan base get behind that? You know? It's like – And that fan base hasn't been behind this team for a while now because of the way that the organization's been run the last few years, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the – with, uh, you know, the general manager quitting for personal reasons and then the head coach just replacing the general manager with himself and cutting trades and trading out uh, Hall of Fame receivers in their prime. Yeah, DeAndre uh, Hopkins for nobody. <laughs> for David Johnson and, uh, you know, Will Fuller's gone now. Uh, when Brandon Cooks and you, we, we traded for uh, Randall Cobb this year, uh, which made no sense, and then they just let him go anyway before training camp even started. He was on the team last the year. Cobb was Cobb was there yeah, last that's year. That's right. But yeah, Rogers wanted him back. He's like, I'm going to take him. <laughs> well, I don't know who you got for him, but whatever, because it doesn't matter. Um, matter. So get yeah. Way. So this is almost kind of like the point of this episode, honestly, is to talk players, to talk positions and value yep. in fantasy drafts. So, mm-hmm. as I just mentioned, this is the second part of like a two-part series. Whereas part one, just before this, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. That's talking more about the platforms, um, draft strategies, twelve-team leagues, uh, DraftKings. Um, what we look for when we draft players, it's a very, very useful and helpful, um, conversation, but this one's going to be more focused on the 2021 players, players that we are actually seeking out players that we have marked as sleepers and players that we're staying away from. And I have a list of mine, but the great thing is, is this is a conversation between me and you, you have a different list. You have your own opinions and reasons why. So that's what makes fantasy so like appealing and interesting and intriguing is everyone has their own methods to their madness. And it's almost like, let's see at the end of the year who, you know, what plays out and uh, who was right. So, you know, let's get rolling here. I guess we can start with the most important position in all of sports not necessarily fantasy wise, because it is decently deep, but we'll go ahead and start with the quarterback. Um, seeing as you're the guest, I will let you lead off. Let's go ahead and, uh, you know, we're not going to really focus on rankings here, but do you have like a number one quarterback 
Uh, in terms of fantasy, I do. I think this this guy is ready to take the next step in fantasy where others that we've depended on are going to slightly regress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk about Lamar Jackson being a pretty good example. Uh, you know, it's a run-heavy offense. Even uh, You just can't trust him to throw and run. Yeah. Uh, he's going to do one or the other. Uh, and for that reason, I think for me, Kyler Murray um, is my number one quarterback uh, uh, for this draft. I you know, agree. I, everyone, everyone talks about Tom Brady, um, you know, great quarterback, not a great fantasy football quarterback, hasn't been for years. Uh, neither is Aaron Rodgers. You know, someone's got to step up and replace the Drew Brees of the, the football um quarterbacks uh, and for me you know where you're guaranteed yards you're guaranteed uh touchdowns you're guaranteed rushing yards arizona's defense isn't that shootouts yeah yeah shootouts shootouts. i think uh, i think kyla murray you know he has he slows he starts real slow in the first half but man by the end of the game you're like wait he had 400 plus yards (laughs) Uh, and he'll throw picks too but you know in the in the grand scheme of things he's rushing he'll get you 50 60 yards uh, even more sometimes, plus mm-hmm. the throws. So he, I think he's a little more valuable to me than Lamar Jackson would be. Oh, um, for sure. Yep, I agree. I think Josh. I think Josh Allen's another one. Yes. I never thought a rushing quarterback in Buffalo. Man, I just you know never you know never saw that. I thought I saw that in J.P. Lossman or a version of that a few years ago. If you remember J.P. Lossman, but what a bust yeah. that was. Oh, but the fact I, I think Josh. I think Josh Allen uh, is right up there as well, man, for me this I agree. year. I agree. Um, these young quarterbacks are pretty um, – Joe Burrow, I think, mm. has potential as well. You don't know. Yeah, Joe Burrow. I, Trevor Lawrence, man, don't – I wouldn't put it past him. He plays in a very crappy division. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, – That's key. It's like, you know, I, I would have never – I would never draft a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, ever, mm-hmm. in any situation. Then I saw what Cam Newton did his rookie year, and guys who drafted him just as fat homing homers, or or just picked him up because they picked him up as a free agent. You know, the guy was throwing for fourth, you know, four hundred yards and hundred rushing yards a game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't take that away from uh, teams like Josh Allen, uh, teams that have like players like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, honestly for me, uh, and I think Burrow as well as Trevor Lawrence this year. I agree. I agree 100% Kyler Murray. I know I said that in my last podcast. I think he's going to go bananas. He's in the perfect situation for a quarterback. So if you take Patrick Mahomes number one, great. He's, he's amazing. I get it. As your first quarterback. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterback yeah. Yeah. Not number one pick, but as if he's your number one quarterback, I completely understand it. He's super safe. He's freaking amazing. We, we can't deny that. I think Kyler Murray's value is the best. His, you know, the Chiefs beat the hell out of teams. And so, like, in the fourth quarter, you're just not going to see Mahomes put up as many points, whereas Kyler Murray, you know, the Cardinals are probably going to be down and or in super close games in the fourth quarter. He's got to rush. He's got to throw it. they got to score TDs. So you're going to be getting so many more points in the fourth quarter from Kyler Murray because of his position, because of his his team, this game situation. Whereas like Patrick Mahomes and or Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter, will, a lot of times will kind of shut it down a little bit and you're missing out on some really good opportunities and some great points. So I'm with you 100%. My gut says Kyler Murray, yours does too. And there's something with that. I, I think Kyler Murray is going to be a monster uh, this year. And, you know, I really want to, 
<laughs> what is it? I really want I love throwing this guy in the mix every time he's just playing because he's always playing. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic is around, man. Yeah. He's not gonna get bent. There's no one on that team <laughs> behind him. Uh I'm 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 serious. Like he's a great second quarterback to have on your roster just in case. Mm. Uh, but I wouldn't hesitate to start him. He's gonna throw it up. Fitz Fitzmagic is back, baby. He's gonna throw it up against Dallas. He's gonna throw it up against the Eagles. They're not good yeah. defenses in that league. The only defense in that I think is really good in that division is the Washington football team. They have the best <laughs> That's defense. true. Chase That's Young. true. Um, I really think Fitzmagic, uh, Jalen Hurts. I, I don't know if he's a sleeper, but yeah, I would. He say could that. be. He's pretty good. Um, I I just don't know that Eagle team because yeah. the new coach and whatnot. You know, yeah. um, Ryan Tannehill. I think is a great sleeper. Uh, this year, but you got to not just look at the quarterback and the team they're on. You have to look at the division that they're playing. Uh, and like the AFC South, I'm sorry, that's a hot mess. You know, he's going to fit. Uh, Tannehill's going to, unless Derrick Henry really goes off, but it's it's a one dimensional offense. Yes, but Tannehill does have receivers, man. He's mm-hmm. stacked. Mm-hmm. They're Tennessee is stacked on offense, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so uh, this year, it's believe it or not, the sleepers for me have all. The ones to really decide or pick from has been receivers. Other than, and then we'll get to that. But yeah, uh, as far as quarterbacks are concerned, I think the biggest sleeper, yeah, Kyler Murray, I think would be moving up from five to one for me, for example. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's a top quarterback in the league. I get what uh, you're saying. As far as, as fantasy, and I get what you're saying as far as Fitzpatrick, because you know, like I said in a previous podcast, it's all about fantasy quarterbacks, not good real life quarterbacks. You know, that's not what it's about. And uh, so Fitzpatrick, I remember multiple times last year, he is a great option when it comes to draft Kings because he is cheap and he's gonna, and he's gonna get you. you Of course, granted, he's, he's still going to get you enough points to where you can be very competitive for the price you paid and then uh, spend, spend extra on, um, the Mahomes money on uh, like a running back or, you know, a receiver. So I have uh, a list of quarterbacks up right now. And uh, the one I'm looking at is uh, Josh Allen, number two, which I think I agree with. Um, The tough thing about that is dolphins have a really solid defense. Patriots usually have a pretty solid defense, the jets, eh. but he's in a slightly tougher division, I believe. And the cold weather, you know, and his running game, their running game is decent. It's, it's not, not great. great. No. So they do rely on him and Stefan Diggs. Uh, I don't know how – is Knox still on that team? As a, uh, their tight end? Uh, yeah, I think he's gone. Let me look real I don't quick. think he's their tight end with them anymore. I think he would have been a good option uh, when he's dumped off the ball, you know. I'm looking real quick for you. Yeah. Um, Dawson but, Knox, yeah, Dawson Knox, Dawson he's, Knox still there. he's still there. No, he is. Actually I think still he's there. a good option after, um, you know, uh, tight ends are so tough, man. But in that system, I think Dawson Knox, well, he's more of his red zone guy, like Jordan Akins and Darren LaFell's were for, uh, mm-hmm. for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're more red zone guys. Uh, but that he's gonna, he's gonna throw it up because Stefan Diggs wants balls, man. And Stefan Diggs wants, he's gonna get 100 yards a game. But the scary so, thing about that is honestly is that if Diggs were to get hurt, then they are so self-reliant on Diggs. And are. where the Cardinals, I feel like just throw it, just chuck it everywhere. I would rather have a guy who's throwing it everywhere, no matter who's on the field. 
Yeah, but but then uh, it gets tough, right? Who do you trust on that team other than DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins is always going to get you at least 60 yards. Yeah. He's going to at least, he, you know, any kind of offense, these guys will always catch the ball. Hmm. Uh, it's after that, you're like, who do you trust? You know, uh, but yeah, for quarterbacks, Kyler Murray's got enough, plenty of weapons. Josh Allen, I think. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has got a lot of weapons, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's top five he's i would consider him a top 10 i don't know man um over i mean not over patrick mahomes or these guys but i mean we don't know is it is it hill or is it Jameis winston in new orleans yeah. until we how do we know you know who's i mean i would love Jameis winston man that guy's a great fantasy quarterback as well most of the time um because when he's throwing it up he's when he was in tampa that last year I mean, he matched his total touchdowns with interceptions, which were ridiculous. I've never seen anything like that. But uh, he was my quarterback. He still got me quite a few points that last year he was in Tampa. But he's uh, lost. Yeah. He's losing Michael Thomas. I don't even know if Michael Thomas is going to play all year, and that is yeah. massive. Who the hell is that's he throwing to? Who is he throwing to? Yeah. And that division is tough, too. Remember, they've got yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta's Tampa. interesting uh, Tampa D, man. Uh, yeah. Bruce Arians' offense. Tampa D is still still number one, man. Carolina, I, I think Carolina is going to be better next year, uh, even yeah. with Sam Darnold, uh, because his job is going to be to uh, just manage the game. I don't think they're expecting him to win the game. I don't expect him to. Uh, you, you know, know what's you know what's funny is that so we're like I said, we're recording this on August 11th, and yep. we're talking about Jameis Winston. You know what? I really wonder without Michael Thomas, I wonder if the Saints are better served with um, Taysom Hill uh, just running the ball with him and Kamara and Latavius Murray. Because if 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 Jameis Winston doesn't have anybody to throw it to, he's worthless. So yeah, he is. But when he's throwing, <laughs> but when he's throwing it up, boy, he's throwing it up. You know, he's throwing it uh, up. No dangerous though. How how uh, high do you have Dak? this year considering that was one of the questions i had for you so here's the great thing about doc is he's got the weapons like cray cray you know like his top three receivers are three top probably cd d cd lamb yep i think is cooper gallup yeah and then even ezekiel uh, who catches the ball out of the backfield and they've got that guy man uh i think it's blake irvin they're tight end, man. I th- he's a sleeper for me. Dallas Cowboys this year, uh, a sleeper on their team. Yeah, definitely. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Yeah. But, yeah, as far as Dak Prescott goes, that is a great question because he is set up to have a monster season. Obviously, starting training camp with a bum shoulder does not help. Um, yeah. Coming off a broken leg. Night. Yeah, coming yeah. off a broken leg doesn't help. So there are yeah. question marks, but – his team is – he's set up for monster numbers because exactly. his offense is great, his defense blows, and the NFC East sucks. So I'd be and happy with him. Probably, I think he's probably going to be ranked – am I wrong to – I haven't checked out his ADP, but would he be somewhere in the middle of the pack or is he drafting higher, people drafting him higher? I mean, I'm just looking at rankings here, and I'm seeing him as one, two, three, four, five, number six right now, right with Aaron wow. Rodgers. Yeah, I also uh, wonder I wonder how many know, man. rushing yards he's gonna get if he's gonna feel comfortable running the ball this year. I and that's for some of his it, numbers. It all from. depends on Zeke, man, how Ezekiel will perform. You know, if Ezekiel's going off, he this guy won't have to throw. Yeah. Um, that's always a concern when you have a really good running back with you, man. Uh, you know, uh, and that always 
again, that how much of that's going to affect Kyler Murray? Because my sleeper on Arizona is a running back. <laughs> yeah, Chase yeah. Redmond is my sleeper yeah. this year. And we'll get running, there. You know, so I'm like, yeah, how how is that going to affect Kyler Murray? I don't think it's going to affect Kyler Murray as much as it will affect Dak Prescott. 100%. The running back running game is going on. 100 percent because Arizona is yeah. built through the air, whereas Dallas is, you know, has been built through the ground. They have the receivers yeah. now to throw it everywhere. But uh, I would yeah. be happy with Dak. I'm not going to say that I would target him, but if he fell to me and it was the right time, I'd feel pretty comfortable taking. Would him. you target him over uh, um, Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers? I don't believe so. No. No, Rodgers has something to prove, man. I, I, and Rodgers has a magician, yeah, and he's got the he's guaranteeing you two at least two touchdowns a game. Mm-hmm. That's a guaranteed with him, man. Like you know, one goes to Devontae Adams, the other one, whoever is around that guy who cleaned up last year. Every every week when I picked him, I didn't get anything, but he had like eleven touchdowns or something. Robert Tunyon, uh, the yeah. tight end guy mm-hmm. from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It's like, Okay, they're like triple teaming Devonte Adams. They're going to just throw it to this guy now. So Rogers is just flat out one of the best quarterbacks I've just ever seen in my own eyes. He's just insane. He is absolutely insane. And now Devonte Adams is back. Yep. Oh, dude, he's at least 35, 40 touchdowns. I, guaranteed. I, I'll just take that to the bank and move on with my next pick. I know what I'm getting with Rogers. He's, do you he's do awesome. you see a regression with the Tampa's offense, or do you just see them going off again? Um, I think um, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is still there, man. And they got uh, what's the other guy? Um, Godwin. Godwin. Yeah, I see Tampa's offense being just as good, if not better. But I'm not sure I see Tampa. I mean, Tampa was average team throughout the year. I mean, I know it was their iron issues, but yeah, I mean, I think Tampa will be figured out a little bit. I think they'll be there near the end. But I, I just, I don't think I believe in Tampa this year to win the Super Bowl again. I just don't see it. Maybe that's just me, but um, yeah, I, mean, another, I see. I see Mahomes. I see Mahomes going back. I do too. Uh, I, I mean, do I too. think they're 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 too good not to go back, man. I mean, they lost. Uh, uh, who did they lose? Their receiver, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Watkins. <laughs> if that's your biggest loss, you. It almost man. doesn't matter with them. It just plug and play. It doesn't. They still have Tyreek Hill. They have Kelsey. Yeah, so what are your thoughts? This is a really tricky one with Russell Wilson because he was just incredible and then fell flat in his face. Well, it's just like the running game just takes over every year. It's like, what What in the world happened? It's it's Russell Wilson versus the world, man. Um, You know, that team, I don't know what's happened, how they've drafted. Like, he gets no support, and that's always been his complaint anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had receivers back in the day. Now he's got. He's got a couple of really good receivers, man. Right. Uh, it just depends. The problem is how that defense performs, or if the running game is going away. Because I think his running, his rushing yards are down. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he's still going to be. He's a still a top tier quarterback, especially fantasy, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you forget about him with and that division. I mean, they're playing Arizona. They're playing San Francisco. So those are kind of typically low scoring. Uh, especially against the 49ers. Uh, I don't see them scoring high against the Rams, even with Stafford, mm. uh, you know, uh, and so I don't, so I think it's opportunity more than anything else. Uh, if, his, if the Seattle defense is going to be giving up points, then, you know, 
Uh, Russell Wilson would be someone to consider in daily fantasy with a lot more. Yeah. Whereas in a traditional format, that's kind of like, oh, you're stuck into it with stuck, but you're not really going to be stuck with him. He's a great option. Either He's way. a great option. Yeah. It's just super disappointing that the team just kind of wants to keep forcing the run sometimes where it's like, this guy's lighting it up. Just let him do his thing. Just and let him do his thing. Yeah. Whereas like, like a Kyler Murray, we were just talking about, like, they're just going to let him throw. That's awesome. Yeah. I love knowing that. Whereas Seattle's but, like, is he going to run the ball today or what? What's going on? But Wilson gets hit a lot too, though, man. Yeah. He gets hit a lot. He gets, I think, that's the issue too, uh, you know, protecting his, protecting him. Um, but, and he, I think he lost Dwayne Brown. His left tackle has gone. Mm. So we're, no, so, he's holding out. That's what's holding happening. Out yeah. So who knows? That's a situation to monitor as well. But honestly, like former, te- former Texan, <laughs> if you, if you hold off on getting a quarterback, that's fine because you have a Justin Herbert, you have a Tannehill, you have a Stafford, and they can put up some really good numbers. I don't. So I don't trust Stafford, even though he's going into uh, homeboy Sean Sean McVay's offense. I don't. I won't. I need to see it before I believe it with mm. Stafford. Um, Justin Herbert was a, Herbert was a great name you just brought up uh, because what he did last year. But sophomore sophomore slump. Let's hope not. I mean, because he was fun to watch, man. They were in games. They, I think they could have won. They lost a lot of games by like three points or less or yeah. a touchdown or less yeah. by a score. So he's fun to watch, man, because uh, he was lighting it up. And Keenan Allen, all those guys were healthy. Yeah. So, and now, but it's, but now it's a new coach, new offense. Can learn all this again. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But and, he's, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, plus, Eckler's back now, you know, so he'll be running the ball oh, strong yeah, too. That's right. Yep. Yep. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I always get them confused. But Cam Akers is the guy who's hurt for. Yeah, the that's Rams. such a bummer. He was going to be such a target of mine too. He was going to he was going to be the star on that yeah. team after after Gurley left. You know, uh, he's a receiving small receiving running uh, running back. He's I think gone for the whole year. That's such a bummer. Um, and so we've kind of been hitting on like quarterbacks to draft. As we wrap up the quarterback talk, real quick. I just kind of want to hit on some quarterbacks that you might look to target on DraftKings that would be really cheap that can rack up some points for you. Okay. Do you have any in mind? Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Fitzmagic. Got to go with the magic, man. It's not a I bad one. With, I would take Fitzmagic against uh, real crappy teams. Um, you know, I think Burrow, I don't know how he's going to be on, but he's they're going to throw it up. Cincinnati's mm-hmm. going to throw it up. And with, even with that running game, with Mix and all these guys, they, they've got a young stud quarterback. Why not, man? He's yeah. going to want to – he kind of gives me that whole Brett Favre kind of feel. Like, coach, just let me just go throw. You know, if it's, if it's a pick, it's a pick. Um, so I love that about him. I love that about that guy, Justin Herbert. Herbert? Is it Herbert? It's Herbert. Yeah, um, in uh, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still saying San Diego. Yep. With the Chargers. Um, but his division's different. You know, he's got to go up against Denver. Uh, he's got to go up against uh, um, uh, Kansas City. So, it's, and even even Vegas. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, that's a tougher division. Yeah, it is. Uh, than than the Cincinnati. I mean, you got the Steelers. You got the Browns. I mean, I know. You know, we haven't even talked about Baker Mayfield. He's a good pick, I think, on certain days. Yeah, uh, depending on where he falls. But I think he's uh, he's going to be overpriced. I think yeah, well, his running game by. is so great that you just never know. He might have a dud just because they run it so yeah. much. And so for me, um, sleepers on for DraftKings, I think Fitzmagic would be good. 
maybe Sam Darnold on certain days. It depends where Carolina is playing. I think Sam Darnold would be a good one. I mean, we just got to see how he handles this new system. He's on a better team. You know who I relied on last year at the last three to four weeks was Jalen Hurts. I oh, wrote sure. yeah. I wrote him because it was he needs to prove himself. He's just yeah. going to keep running the ball, and the Eagles aren't that great of a team, so they'll keep throwing yeah. it too. So Jalen Hurts you, was a great. Do you, do you see him doing the same, having a good year this year too? Though? Well, here's the thing. So if I'm drafting like a standard like 12 team league, I might draft him very late as a backup. I don't want to rely oh, on. Oh, so you second okay. for DraftKings? Oh, yeah, frick it, I'll take him. I'll take him for three, four thousand dollars cheaper than a Russell Wilson. He might get me the yeah. same points. So yeah, for sure. I mean, there are backups. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. Depends on you know who they're playing on that day and how he's started to the season. If he's even going to play, uh, I don't even know who Carson Wentz's replacement is in. Um, in Indianapolis, it. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Don't even play. So you know. So yeah. It's like, as long as it's not Curtis Painter or. And I know like one that. guy they get a lot of hate for many reasons, but I love his receivers. Is Kirk Cousins? He's got Jefferson and Thielen, and even his yeah, tight Jeff. ends are good. And Cook, man, he's got he's got really good players. Yeah, but he he still doesn't he's he's he doesn't get the numbers. I don't you know some weeks. Like, how can you not get the numbers you're supposed to? And he's got the paycheck. He was the first guy to get the yeah. guaranteed money, man. And he's just – they love him there. I don't know why. They haven't – like, they've got – they're even after they lost Stefan Diggs, they got this Jefferson guy, and I'm like, holy crap, man. Yeah. Uh, but Dalvin Cook, is he going to stay healthy? Is he mm-hmm. not? But even his backup, I think if that guy's Alexander Madison is still there, uh, he's a good he's a good running back as well. I would so be, that's why I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I would be very happy with Kirk Cousins as a backup in a standard draft, and I will look to draft him on a few a few occasions as far as DraftKings go because he does have monster games where he has games where he just gets picked off three or four times. You're like, what? Well, what the hell are you down. doing? It's kind of like it's kind of like, uh, uh, like uh, Matt Ryan, right? Um, I want to see what Matt Ryan looks like now without Julio, but he's got the new uh, tight end. So I think Matt Ryan might be very cheap on yeah. game day with yeah. DraftKings. You know, you're just not so, going to get any running points. So just anticipate that. You know, I know yeah. running points can add up a little bit. So speaking of running, we'll go ahead and shift over to running backs now. So I want to make it clear because some leagues have zero PPR, which is points per reception. Some have one. We're going to split very it in touch- half. And some are very touchdown heavy as well. Right. So we'll split it in half. We'll do a half a point per reception and kind of play down the middle. So when we're when we're talking here about these running backs and coming up wide receivers, just know that we're talking a half a point per reception. Um, and so now running backs, boy, oh, boy. Um, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's very tough because we, as it's we limited. mentioned – Let's put it that way. As we mentioned in our last podcast um, – Back in the day, it was easy. It was like one, two, three, four, five. You knew exactly who they were. You took them off and you kicked ass. Now it's, uh, who knows, you know? Arizona's got James Conner now. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? So you're like James Conner and Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake. uh, On paper, all three look good. But out of those three, I think Chase Redmond's going to have a bigger season. That's what I'm hoping for. But that's a sleeper. So well, Drake, you, that's Drake what, is on Vegas now, though, so he's right, gone. That's right. So it's it's all on who is um, who's got the hot hand, and that becomes extremely hard when you're um, that becomes extremely hard uh, in daily fantasy or even just 
I guess traditional formats, right? Yeah. Uh, because um, even Cleveland, look at Cleveland. They got Nick Chubb, but you know, if Chubb shuts, he gets shut down in a the game. They don't give him the ball. They give it to Kareem Hunt. <laughs> okay, so it's not like he's. It's not like Edger and James. He's going to get the ball no matter what. Even if he's being shut down, they're going to find a way to get them the ball. Nick Chubb. Uh, if you watch last year, he gets pulled out for Kareem Hunt. I think a lot of that happens with a lot of these running back, you know, teams. Um, so that that makes it hard unless you've got a stud. Ezekiel Elliott comes to mind. Yeah, uh, I guess you know the 49ers are stacked, man. They they've got some running backs, but mm-hmm. even then they're you know they've they've got that guy. What's his name? Raheem Mostert. Mostert's a sleeper from from me, but he's got to stay but, healthy, man. But exactly. So who's the other guy? His backup. Uh, they got that guy, uh, Sermon. His name is Trey Sermon. I think yeah. he's a great sleeper, consider um, because he's just bigger. I love that offense um, too for a running back. Yeah, you know, and it, it's just it's just weird, man. I would look at I I look at Kareem Hunt as a cheap pickup, as a second running back or a flex running back for me mm-hmm. uh, on in daily fantasy if I'm if I'm really stretched thin. If you had the um, number one pick, who is it? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, in a traditional? Yeah. It's so weird to pick. I haven't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it would be definitely have to be a running back. It would either, uh, I see Ezekiel Elliott coming back this year, man. Uh, I see. Over McCaffrey? Yeah, or Henry? McCaffrey, McCaffrey's still hurt. I mean, he, I mean, he's not hurt anymore, but I don't know. Ezekiel McCaffrey. And Henry uh, Camara. Derek Henry Cook. is I don't trust Cook. I don't trust well Camara, I don't trust in that offense anymore because he's gonna be wrapped up because there's no Michael Thomas or anyone. Yeah. So um, you know, I'm looking at other people who I think are actually shouldn't go number one, but they end up like David Singletary is a good pick, man. I, I I don't know if he's a number one pick, but he's a good pick out of Buffalo. That's he's a good runner. That's tough because um, Moss is there too, and Moss is making noise. That's that's noise. super that's, tough. That's the problem. Yeah. So uh, I definitely think uh, I wouldn't. I don't. Uh, again, Dalvin Cook is great, but I don't trust that offense to be. I would try and give away my pick if I had the number one pick. Let's put yeah. it this way. Yeah. I would do anything to trade that pick away uh, because it's it's extremely hard. It's extremely hard to to pick someone this year. There's no set uh, with the running backs. Um, like you said, who are, who are options? Derrick Henry probably would be number one. Nice. I, I'm assuming he's number one in mock drafts. I haven't looked. Um, I'm assuming Derrick Henry is going number one as a rubber, number one running back. I wouldn't hate that. Um, his offense is just freaking scary. And, and he's good. And you can trust him. He's, he's not getting hurt. I mean, right. He's been very good about that. So. I would probably honestly still – grab McCaffrey because he might get a hundred catches. I, that's, pr- that's the only reason I would grab McCaffrey first. Sam, Sam Darnold throwing a hundred catches to him. You think maybe, maybe dump offs. He's never yeah. had a running back like that. He might fall in love with him. Be like, Oh, this guy's freaking incredible. Yeah, see, I also see that with uh, uh, six years or seven years now. I see that with uh, Dak and Ezekiel, man. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, you know me, I hate the Cowboys, but man, that, that, those that one two they've got they are stacked, bro. They're, they they're the receivers, the running back, you know, and quarterback if he's healthy. And 
You make a great point. If you have the number one pick, maybe trade it if you can get things back because I've, I've always you're splitting hairs here. And it's like, you don't know. So there could be some bust in here. Running backs get hurt all the freaking time. And yep. it might be helpful to just move back. If you can get a few picks for that, get a few running backs later that could also, you know, chip in and help you out. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, um, but uh, yeah, I just hope, you know, your listeners understand like that's who you got to draft number one though. There's no, if, ands, or buts, unless you're drafting for someone else, they can't show up. You have the number one pick, then pick a defense for them or something for not showing up. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, do not pick a quarterback number one. I don't care how much you're in love with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, that's a waste. Uh, Mahomes shouldn't be picked anywhere, even close in the top 12, I, I think. Um, same with uh, wide receivers. There's not a single receiver that deserves a number one spot just for what the value is and what they offer a running mm-hmm. back's always going to give you more uh, based on catching the ball touches. as well as running the ball touches. touches. Yeah. Total, so the amount of touches, touches you get. Yep. Yeah. I would say, honestly, for people who are listening to this, you know, if you, you have your consensus, like top five or six, right. I honestly, if I'm picking number three, four or five, I'm very, very highly considering taking Aaron Jones or Jonathan Taylor. Those are two guys that can just have monster games. And it wouldn't wouldn't shock me at all if they were both ranked in the top three at the end of the year. Yeah, I see. I see Aaron Jones as a fan. Yeah, I could see Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones. No, Ezekiel Elliott. I think I would still put him ahead of Aaron Jones, although Aaron Jones catches the ball, too. And yeah, you're right. You know, it depends on how angry Rodgers is. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. Really does. And how angry Dak Prescott is. <laughs> Aaron Jones is freaking awesome. And Jonathan Taylor, too, coming in near number two. He also, like you said, a shitty division. You can run on everybody yep. in that division. So uh, give me some Jonathan Taylor, too. I, I love who him. Is this he, year. Who is he starting uh, running back for uh, in the Colts? Him. It, but he has got number one. He is number one. Up. Yeah, he's yeah, he's I mean, there's no Carson Wentz there. They're going to have to feed the ball. Whoever's the quarterback's going to have to feed him the ball. Uh, and for that reason, David Johnson, these guys are deep. Look at these crappy teams like Texans and stuff where there's no quarterback play. Mm-hmm. You know, Alvin Kamara's got a big sign on his back. Right. So everyone knows they have no quarterback, even with Taysom Hill and the other guy, Winston Kamara's going to get the ball no matter what. Mm-hmm. But in these other offenses, uh, like the, the Colts or the Texans, Colts more, it's, he's also given. But, like, I think a David Johnson on a day when it's a good sleeper pick, you never know on certain days, you know, they're going mm-hmm. to get, get the ball a lot against yeah. uh, bad run defenses. Another thing with running backs is kind of almost the opposite of quarterbacks. The quarterback, you want a team that's going to be down in the fourth. The running back, you kind of want them on a team that's going to be up. Unless it's just a guy who's just in there racking up catches in the fourth quarter because they're behind. Yeah. Um, another guy, there's two guys I also really like one of them being Clyde Edwards Alaire because he is now the starter in Kansas city on just a very high scoring offense and JK Dobbins, who is now kind of teetering into the RB one now for the Ravens. Who's just a very run heavy team. And they tend to Dobbins, forth. I would, I trust Dobbins more than Clyde Edwards because they, he's gotten pulled for too many touches, and they have enough backups by committee. 
uh, to where they don't want to run him out. Where Dobbins, I think, will get fed the ball more. I think he's a bigger running back too. Um, I would trust Dobbins more than Clyde, but uh, but you're going to get more explosive play from the former, from Clyde Edwards. I think yeah. he's he can break one out as well and stuff. So, and plus, like I said, they're just going to be leading most games, and I imagine they'll lean on him quite a bit. I know. Um, Andy Reid the last few years has had a tendency to kind of mix and match some of his running backs. So that's a little risky there, but if he does kind of evolve into the number one, watch out. He might have some monster, monster seasons ahead. And this could be one yeah. of them. Um, you know, being a Broncos fan, it's uh it's one that I'm looking at pretty closely. And honestly, one that I would not draft is Melvin Gordon. He is ranked as the RB one right now, but uh, we draft. Well, you guys got rid of, you guys got rid of Philip Lindsay. Philip we didn't Lindsay. talk about Lindsay in Texans in, but real uh, quick, in Houston. We drafted Javante Williams. We moved up in the second round to grab him to be the running back. He's listed as the RB2. I'd say in no time, less than a month, he's, he's going to be it. He'll be the guy. So, you know, I know we had mentioned guys do not draft. I have zero faith that Melvin Gordon's really going to Well, that's what's weird. Year. That's such a shutdown because Melvin Gordon has gone from number one, being a really good running back, uh, to where he was running back by committee with Philip Lindsay, and they let Lindsay go to keep him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but I'm assuming he's more, he's going to be more of a third down, um, yeah. receiving back. And even Williams um, can catch it though, too. So I, I don't have a lot of faith in Melvin Gordon this year. He'd be one of, that I stay away from. Where would you draft Philip Lindsay? He's going to get really the ball. Tough. There's no quarterback. There's no quarterback. But that's kind of the problem, too, though. If you're going to be losing every game, here's the problem, too, is like you got Ingram, you got David Johnson. Um, I, well, I, Melvin have... Ingram, I, I think Ingram's going to get cut. They can't keep all three of those guys on the roster. It's stupid. Yeah. But I don't know. Two of them are over 30, and one is approaching 30. Lindsey would be the, the running back on the Texans I would get. I would, I would be okay. I would be happy if he was my RB4 on my team. RB3, I think, is a little iffy. You just don't know, I guess. What what you're going to get from him? Let alone yeah. splitting, let alone losing almost every game. So <laughs> I don't feel super comfortable with that. Right, what what about you? I don't. Uh, I'm not comfortable with any of that. It's just those are desperate, you know, desperate calls. You need to pick someone up. Yeah. Um, you know, those guys are there always to get the ball, uh, even with running backs by committee, because just the way that offense is built. Now the guy we don't know who the quarterback is. A guy you mentioned earlier was Chase Edmonds. I'm with you too. I think he's a really solid sleeper. It's just one of those offenses. He's going to put up points. I want to be a part of that somehow, some way. Give me some players. He's fast. Part of that. Well, he's yeah. He he can break through, man. That's the thing, you know. Um, even if he's well, your boy James Conner. I think you were the only one I, I know who made money off James Conner. <laughs> Couple you years were like, ago. You, yeah, he was your sleeper. I think and you you. You laughed all the way to the bank with that guy. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Yep. But James Conner, he steals a lot too. But he, you know, he gets he gets pulled away from the game where the other guy comes and scores on him too. So yeah. I think they're both going to be pretty happy. I think Arizona. If I'm an Arizona fan, I should be. I'd be pretty happy right now with where my offense is, man. Mm-hmm. They're they're stacked, dude. Uh, their defense needs to step up a little. But other than that, because they can really, they should. They, sh- they should really break through this year. I mean, if they don't, I mean, you're going up against Stafford, you know, yeah. the 49ers you always have to worry about, but in Seattle, I mean, it's a tough division, but that's why you have Kyler Murray. You drafted number one. 
I want a part know. of that team. Like I said, I, I want some some pieces of that team because I know they're going to put up points. They're going to be fun yeah. to watch, and I, I I want at least two players. I would love Edmonds, and I would love uh, Kyler well, Murray or Hopkins or any of those. And we didn't, talk, you know, I know we're, we're talking about running backs now, but like we didn't talk about quarterbacks like someone like Tua. You know, as a good sleeper too in Miami. That offense is getting better. They've got big playmakers now on that team. They do. Uh, Devontae, I just don't trust Devontae him. Parker, Will Fuller. Yeah, you know, I mean, Gisaki. they're opening it up. Yeah, yeah. that guy's. I think he's after Kelsey. He's got to be the number two. Um, oh yeah, I, mean, I have him pretty high. We'll get we'll get there. Tight we'll ends. get to tight ends momentarily. But um, yeah. yeah, another sleeper I had, and I already mentioned it was Monster. The guy is Monster is a monster when he's actually on the freaking field. He just gets hurt so much you can't rely on him. So, but his I, backup's good too. Yeah, that's that guy Sermon. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Sermon or something Sermon. I'm sorry, and, I just um, know his last name. Wilson Wilson Jr. is uh, he's on the team, but he's hurt for but a he, while. Those guys are so hard to keep up with. Like you know, Carlos Hyde was there, and then he goes somewhere else, and Carlos Hyde's got thousand yards everywhere he goes. Tevin Coleman he, comes in, and uh, yeah, McKin- these guys are all. Uh, like, I think it, it's the Shanahan system, dude. It's yeah. the Terrell Davis, any Mike Davis, yeah. all those guys. You know, all undrafted, freaking just running through people. That's why. Yeah. Um, that's why, you know, Shanahan never drafted high with running backs and stuff. So do you have another sleeper you're looking at? Uh for running backs? Yeah. Um Chase Edmonds is my big one, man. I don't know. There's I don't see anyone else. I I don't know if Philip Lindsay's counted as a sleeper. I just think he's gonna get the ball. He's gonna get his share of the ball because of just the way that offense is, mm-hmm. even with or without Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He's you know. Uh, I think Devin Singletary is a good. I don't know if he's a sleeper. He's a because of how homeboy runs the offense. Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would just be careful that it's not Moss starting. From what I'm hearing, it could be Moss starting. So it's that's a tough situation. Is the yeah? And this is what's weird. But I prefer Singletary to Moss. But and here's what's weird too. If you if you're gonna have Josh Allen, then stay away from. Buffalo running backs. If you have Josh Allen on your team, yeah, because Josh Allen's going to steal. <laughs> he is. He's the Mike Allstott of. <laughs> You're right, right, though. You're he vultures, Cam Newton like, just runs right seen, in. Just takes it right in. Uh, these guys get the ball to the two, three, but it's it, they're giving it to Josh Allen. He mm. just takes it in, man. I, that's why I love Josh Allen. You know, he, he's he scores. He scores. He's he's stealing other people's touchdowns too. Right. And then he's throwing it up to Stephon Diggs. You know, that's you're 100% right. You're 100% right. And a guy, another guy I have my eye on that I think I'd be very happy with an RB3 would be DeAndre Swift. Um, oh, yeah. I think he's going to he's gonna be great, but at the same time, they signed Jamal Williams. and Who's a pretty split. good player. Yeah. It's like one of those things you're like, oh, Swift is going to be the man now. And then they signed somebody else. You're like, well, there goes that. So I would draft DeAndre Swift as like an RB three and just hope he ascends into the RB two category. Cause he's yeah. someone who could have a really solid year. They can lean on him all year long. So we'll move on from running backs and we'll hit up wide receivers. And there oh, are, this is, uh, this is the pick them. one. I know, pick, right? Yeah. Pick anyone. I mean, everyone's a sleeper in this freaking category, man. It's crazy. Uh, I've got several of them. Yeah. Let's hear it. Go for it. I've got a list. Um, well, for me, it starts with Detroit. Who's who's the guy in Detroit now? Who's going to catch that ball, man? Galladay's gone. 
He's with what Giants. So, so who the hell um, is there? Um, they've got they've got Tyrell Williams is still there. You know, someone has to catch that damn ball. Brashad Perriman. It's not oh a bad pick. Man. These guys are actually really good. You're going deep into sleepers here. Detroit. I know, but these Brashad Perriman. Someone's going to have to throw these balls. Jared Goff's got receivers, but you know he's going to have to. Someone's going to have to throw it up. Um, I don't know how many of the. the do you consider Curtis Samuel a sleeper because he's a what a number two receiver? Um, I want to say sleeper. For the football I would say someone to target late, later. I should say because, like I said, Washington football team man, they got McLaurin, they got Samuel, they've got the running back uh, Gibson who catches the ball. They got Logan Thomas. I mean, yeah. <laughs> holy crap, dude! Yeah, <laughs> you no, you're right. Washington they, could be sneaky decent, dude. If they uh, if they had a real, I mean. Fitz, this is Fitzpatrick's way to get to the Super Bowl, man. I'm telling you. I'm actually – they're like my sleeper pick to, like, maybe go deep into the playoffs. Not go all the way, but yeah. unless Fitzpatrick really screws up. I've never seen a team this well-adjusted. Like, they got studs on these positions, man. McLaurin's a stud, bro. He's these good. are studs. He's they good. got studs. Yeah, McLaurin um, is very steady. I like him because you just know it. He's a wide receiver, too. Like, if you get him, you're like, put him in. You know what you're getting with him. You feel good about it and move on. Yeah. Um, you know, Kansas City, uh, Sammy Watkins is gone. They've got uh, – what's that guy's name? Um, I mean, they got Tyreek Hill and um, Travis Nicole Kelsey. Hard, Hardman and Robinson. Nicole Hardman. But De- DeMar- I think Demarcus Robinson has more potential for me than okay. uh, Nicole Hardman. Uh, I haven't done a side-by-side comparison, but I think for me De- – what do you think? Demarcus Robinson – you know what? That's a really great great question because I feel like they use Robinson as more of like a normal receiver, and they use Hardman as like kind of a gadget guy with reverses and quick slants and stuff. So it, he might be more of a boomer bust. Hardman might have some monster games, but I do, I also want the guy who's going to be somewhat consistent. I'm going to be plugging him in all the time, you know. So I, I don't know. It's a really really good question. Well, that's always going to be the Will Fuller surprise, right? Yeah. Will, hey, Will Fuller's playing today. Hey, man, play him. He's going to get you something. <laughs> you find out he gets 150 yards and a couple of touchdowns, and then he's not playing for the next six weeks. Um, so those those sleepers, um, for me, Will Fuller's one. Uh, the, the bigger one, I think, this year, dude, is Cortland Sutton. I think he's – See, I'm he going the opposite there. I think it's you're going Jerry, with Will Fuller? I'm going Jerry Judy. No, I think Judy uh, – every, everything I'm hearing out of camp for Denver is Judy looks like a – beast but it's all on quarterback play it's all on freaking yeah. quarterback play for us yeah but Sutton's a good pick I like Sutton though he's good I I just think he's more explosive I mean Judy is good he had a good rookie year I think drops though but I think everyone's going to be watching Judy that's why Sutton opens up you remember he was number two a couple of years ago as well mm-hmm. where Demarius. he was getting the big he was getting the big plays yeah um yeah, Sutton's you the know. bigger body. Sutton is, is more potential for touchdowns. I think Judy is more potential for maybe more receptions over the middle. Um, a lot of third down targets, I, I think. What do you what do you uh, we you know what do you think about? Uh, we haven't given the latest uh, the Vegas team any love. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I hate, I hate the car. Raiders. But what about smoke? Smoke's back now. Smoke's moved to John Brown is with the, the Vegas team. Now. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, so what was he with? Buffalo when he was in Buffalo, man, he's a great, he was a great second, man. I'm, I'm telling you, 
John Brown is, he was great in Arizona. He's he great in Arizona with Carson Palmer. He's great in Arizona. He was great in freaking Buffalo. He doesn't get the love. I think he's going to get love here. Yeah. I think Derek Carr is going to show him some love, man. Well, who else is Carr I, throwing to? Who, who is? <laughs> what else now? Oh, it's, um, who's the rugs? Henry rugs, Henry rugs. But this guy, uh, John Brown puts up numbers. He's got to be healthy though. He was hurt. I think for last year. Yeah. So it's got to say healthy. No, you're right. Um, yeah, I, I don't mean, mind John Brown on my team. I'm not going to start him confidently, but there's going to be games he shows up for sure. And and it's not like so, Ryan, for me, it's it's hard uh, with certain teams. They're not necessarily sleepers, but like, how do you how do you pick between Julio Jones and A.J. Brown? Right. Yeah. What the hell, man? Right. Oh, or is that other guy still there? Who was the number three? Oh, he was number no, two. No, he went year. to the Jets. Uh, Corey Davis. Yeah, he's finally gonna. He had a pretty good year last year. But yeah, con- no, he was good here. Yeah. Um, but no, but he's also a disappointment considering he was drafted before AJ Brown. But AJ Brown is the big guy now on campus. Um, I think AJ Brown. Um, I don't know if he's a sleeper, but he, no, he's not. I mean, he's got the chemistry with Tannehill, but it's just one of those. Do you pick him? Do you pick him over Julio? Julio? I think I would. Yeah, Julio's always getting hurt too. I think Julio's the third option, which is crazy. You got um, Derrick Henry. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you have Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, and I think yeah, Julio Tan- is Tannehill's, the third option. Tannehill's best decision he's ever made, man. I mean, yeah. being. I never. I thought his career was going to get over. He got hurt and stuff too, and now he's like completely found himself. You know. Yeah. Well, because Mariota, Mariota sucked out, so he opened the door and never looked yeah. back. No, that's yeah. awesome. I'm um, you know, from all the news I'm hearing and everything, T. Higgins is a is a name that keeps coming up from the Bengals. Oh, Vegas. Bengals. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Bengals. So you know, if if you're right about Burrow, which you might be. Um, they're gonna. He was having a great he, dude. He yeah, had a great rookie year, man. Yeah, you know, and he's got attitude. He's got swag. So you want swag in that position. Yeah, you want to be the a hole. You want to. You've got to <laughs> have a little swag because you know he was like, oh yeah, no biggie. You know, I'll, I'll be see you guys next year. No problem. Mm-hmm, you know, he mm-hmm. wasn't like crying or like oh. Um, I'm interested in seeing what the Jaguars do because they're they've got really good uh, receivers and running backs and. You know, well, I'm also hearing good things about, yeah, LaVisca Chenault out of Jacksonville. That's a sleeper name that a lot of people are mentioning. He probably soon won't be a sleeper because they keep talking no, you about him. He, so he's a very uh, – he's my Steve Smith. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. what, what Steve Smith was to Steve Carolina, Smith. I love some Steve Smith. That's what this guy is. He's uh, But he's, ex- he's small, he's explosive, um, and possession. So he'll yeah. fight for yards. Yeah. So Chenault is good that way because, you know, the whole – They've been, they've got had a lot of receivers, man, who are actually very productive. But these guys are productive with Gardner, Gardner Minshew, dude. <laughs> Gardner Media. Okay. Yeah. So, so even just now with Lawrence, it doesn't matter. We got to see if he's worth uh, or they are, uh, you know, you don't know what his offense is going to look like, right? If they're running, you're going to probably run a lot more. So, you know, I'm looking at uh, a list of receivers now. There's a few teams that it's just super tough to predict what's going to happen. One of them, I'll, I'll give you two of them right now. One of them being San Francisco with Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And the other get one hurt. Being, Both of them get hurt. They get hurt. And then another Both one being Carolina with DJ Moore and was it Anderson? Um yeah. It's like one, it's like one or the other. You you put one guy but in, the both, other guy man, goes but crazy. both those guys are studs. 
both the, but I'm glad you brought both these two teams up. Those two I've never seen because Carolina actually had a third receiver. Curtis Samuel was there as well before right. he got he went because he's getting paid number yeah. three money. Now he's getting paid number two money in, yep. uh, next to McLaurin. Yep. Uh, but Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, these guys are great players to draft. Uh, they might be hard to draft in uh, daily fantasy. Uh, because of how much leeway you may have on budgets and stuff. But like in a traditional format, I wouldn't be mad if I got Robbie Anderson and I wanted DJ Moore and my opponent got DJ Moore uh, yeah. and he wanted Robbie Anderson. They're pretty, pretty similar. I think DJ Moore is a little uh, more possess- more possession, more catches, but Robbie Anderson's more yards because uh, he can take off, man. He did that in the bad Jets offense. Now he's doing it here. Um, again, it comes down to is Sam. It's Sam Darnold to Robbie Anderson. Right. It's just it's tough with those teams because it's like you put Robbie Anderson in your lineup. You're like, all right, cool. He's he had a good game last week, and he puts up a dud. And you're like, god damn. And then so you take him out, and then he throws up 100 yards and two TDs the next week. It's just you don't know who's going to be targeted that game. And I so- think. I think Sam Darnold will take a step forward. He's going to throw it up. Yeah, I, I think so. But you know what's funny but, is, is – McCaffrey's um, coming back too. So Robbie Anderson true. may take a hit, you know. But you know what's funny is like the more I watch football, do you, you the more it's about – you notice it, like a quarterback taking advantage of a matchup and just picking at a guy the whole game. And for instance, like – I multiple times last year in DraftKings, I drafted DK Metcalf. And those were like the three games that he sucked because he went to uh Lockett like crazy. Yeah, crazy. And it was like, what the frig? He just yeah. quarterbacks key in on a matchup. And if you don't have that guy and you pick the wrong guy, you're screwed. You get like a dud from him, you know? Yeah, DK Metcalf boy, that guy is a beast. They've got to finally have another beast mode in there, man. Yeah. Never no, thought they could have a second beast mode. Um, but again, he's, I'm not high on him for scoring reasons. I'm high on him for, uh, he's got some yards and possession, but he's not scoring. So if you're in a touchdown dependent league, you've got to be very careful where you draft these guys. You know, Tyreek Hill is an automatic. I love Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I think he's great. I know we're discussing sleepers, but like as far as touchdown uh, dependence, you know, Tyreek Hill is going to score. He's not just going to catch balls and, you know. So here's a question for so, you. Who, at, at the end of the season, who's the number one wide receiver for you? At the end of the season? Yep. Yikes. It's not Michael Thomas. <laughs> not anymore, it's not. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I I wouldn't be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins was yeah, again in the one. mix. He's my one. Uh, just because uh, – not because of him. I think it's more because of uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I think Mar- uh, Stefan Diggs might be there as well because Josh Allen. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Evans is up there. Uh, Juju's up there again. Jefferson. Um, it's just these guys are going to catch the ball, man. Ju- ben Roethlisberger's going to throw it up, even <laughs> if they're struggling. It's just, he's got something to prove. Well, Juju's tough because he was looking at uh, what's his name last year, Deontay Johnson a lot. Johnson, yeah. They've got different players, but they got young, really young players on that team. Claypool, that guy went off. So that's like wide receiver by committee as well. That's a tough one to pick. Um, I try to stay away from. I try to stay away from Steelers. I try to stay away from even Ravens uh, wide receivers, even Mm -hmm. though they have Hollywood Brown. I don't trust Hollywood Brown. I trust their tight end. Yeah, I try. I trust their tight ends more than I trust their receivers, Mm -hmm. uh, even though what they've got the stud. 
um, receiver now. Yeah, I, hard, I, I agree. Hopkins, I would say I, I love me some Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. I think Ridley would be a monster. Um, and they get digs. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, man. It's good. Well, it's just good. I think Calvin Ridley's going to get his because of their new tight end. Their yeah. tight end's going to hog a lot of, you know, uh, people yeah. are going to be on him. So I think Calvin Ridley's going to get open quite a bit, you know. Which so here's a question for you, too. This is a really tough one. Amari Cooper or C.D. Lamb? Still have to go with Cooper. Yeah. He's going to get the you, – you have to look at it this way. Yes, Cooper is going to get yards after catch. So he could break for an 80-yard touchdown after being catching a seven-yard pass, okay? Lamb is going to catch your 80-yard pass. He's your explosive guy. But he he's going to get his catches too. But Amari Cooper is just a different breed, man. He's going to get – he's like your DeAndre Hopkins. He's your number one. Devonta Adams. We know he's going to throw. They have to catch the ball. They mm-hmm. have to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to be thrown to. That's how they get their paycheck. I would um, agree with you on that. Um, Amari Cooper is going to have games where he's not. I think Lamb has overtaken him, but you still you can't. That's why they get paid that much, man. They are yeah. hogging all the action too. You know they've got extra coverage on them and stuff, so others open up. No, you're definitely we right. Need, on we, need, that. we need like Wes Welkers of the world. We need those guys, man. We need those guys who catch ten balls down the, uh, you know, the Danny Moorheads, the uh, Wes Welkers, the Wes Julian Welkers, Edelmans. Edelmans, Cooper Cup, maybe. I like Cooper. Cooper Cup. Cup uh, Steve Smith. Though. Steve Smith is one of those. Those catches, those going across, just ten yards across, man. Mm-hmm. And it's you know who kind of does that and doesn't get any love is Tyler Boyd. Uh, he's a really good player. Good. It's just his quarterback yeah. play kind of blows sometimes. You know, he relies yeah. on his quarterback. And, you know, if, if Burrow can stay healthy, I think Tyler Boyd will also have a really solid wide receiver three numbers for sure. So I, I just realized, uh, you know, we talked running backs now. I mean, it comes back and hits you after. We're like, no mm-hmm. one mentioned Saquon Barkley in a conversation yet. We've yeah. been chatting for over an hour and 10 minutes, you know. Yeah. And, uh, no mention of Saquon. Ooh, I mean, he's multi-generational talent. He's the he's Mike great. of the NFL. And... He's great. Um, I just don't know. Maybe he'd be by my seventh, eighth, ninth pick. Probably. Daniel Jones, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley. Shepherds. I, I think the Giants are ready to make a move, man. They might. They might. It's all, That's all in their quarterback. All of it. Yeah. All he's going to step Jones. up. You got to take care of the ball. That's the biggest thing. Saquon problem. stays, and he can run too, man. He's not a bad quarterback pickup, by the way, Daniel Jones, especially if Saquon's healthy this year. I, he, I think the Giants, are, he's going to do better. I think he's going to do well at that offense. He just has to take care of the ball. And uh, before we move off wide receivers, I might as well bring him up. It's the Cleveland Browns. Like, I just don't have a ton of interest in Beckham or Landry. Like, they're good. I The, the offense just doesn't run through them at all. It runs through Nick Chubb, man. And, and Baker Mayfield is going to throw it to yeah, Baker Mayfield, and he's going to throw it to Kareem Hunt. And these guys are great. Landry is your possession receiver. I don't trust Landry to score. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely a better options out there. Shit. Uh, sorry. I, heck, I would pick uh, Brandon Cooks over um, Jarvis Landry, believe it or not. Brandon Cooks is a better option because he's capable of scoring as well. Yeah. And not just catching the ball uh, in, in traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Landry's good if you're desperate, yes. But um, in, in that o- offense, if you're going to pick a receiver, you still you still have to pick up Odell. You can't you can't 
I do agree that. with that. I think Landry would be occasionally a solid flex play or a wide receiver three for like, I, I need five, six, seven guaranteed points. I'll probably get you that, but he just doesn't blow up and have monster games much anymore. No. Yeah. He's, he's your Larry Fitzgerald of uh, the AFC, man. He's, he's your possession receiver, but he's under 10 yards. He's going to give you a couple of really good games where he, he goes over a hundred, but yeah. I wouldn't expect anything else. But then again, Odell Beckham, you know, Odell Beckham, all this hype, he comes out at the same, around the same time and, uh, as DeAndre Hopkins. But Hopkins does not get the love Odell got because Odell was in New York and he made that one catch and got right. on the cover of Madden. And just Hopkins, is, Hopkins is 10 times better than Odell, I think. <laughs> just, just the way he catches the ball, his discipline. Um, you know, I was completely in shock and just like when he got traded for what he got traded for as well. Uh, that guy's in his prime, man. I mean, he, he, you know, he made Andre Johnson look bad and Andre Johnson's a God if you're a Texans fan. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I think uh, I, I would stay away from Cleveland receivers. Um, that division again, you know, it's, it's more run heavy. The weather plays a role. Um, Very true. Especially when they go play Steelers, it's always down to field goals. I have more faith in their kickers than I do. And uh, better chance of scoring with kickers there than, yeah, with receivers, I think. So. Uh, I, I agree with everything you just said right there. Some really good points. And so we can move off from wide receiver and we'll we'll touch on tight end real quick. And tight ends, tough, Travis man. Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and that's it, right? There's no one else. Pretty much. Um, tight ends are tough. It's uh, if you don't get Kelsey, you might as well wait. And because everyone else is taking a crapshoot with you for the most part, it's uh, I, I would tell tough. you, uh, that um, I would actually risk drafting higher like a tight end higher this year like kelsey is a high enough he's like a number one receiver to me yeah, yeah. Uh, you know so if you if you can snag a real awesome receiver for your team and it's your pick get travis kelsey traditional format especially um get him he's your number one receiver he's gonna get his catches he's gonna get and he's gonna score yeah um there's no because question. The, the the tier is just he's way too out there, man. It used to be with with like Gronkowski and the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. But even when Gronkowski was playing, there was still Antonio Gates. There were other tight ends who still put up numbers. Now it's such a huge drop. I think for me, it's uh, Mike Gesecki is really good. Uh, I love I love me some Gesecki in in Miami, man. That guy he can play, uh, and he's tough. He got hurt a couple of games. He comes back. Philadelphia used to have. Have a good, you know, good. Ertz I don't know was, Zach Ertz yeah. and Dallas Goddard. Yeah, um, I don't know how much you can trust those guys. Uh, Logan Thomas is a good pick, safe pick for um, for me. Well, I mean, so you have Kelsey, but I think the second tier is clearly Waller and K- Kittle. Waller, um, yeah. If I Kittle's think, healthy, yeah, yeah. I just gotta say, you gotta stay healthy and. It's just like those guys aren't really worth a super high pick. I mean, Kittle's, yeah, he's really good, but he's got to stay healthy. And you know, if Trey Lance takes over a quarterback, who knows if he's going to throw to him very much? You know, I don't know how the offense is going to run if he takes guys, over. Let your competitors take the Kittles, take the Wallers. You wait for Robert Tunyon. You pick up <laughs> Robert Tunyon. So he's, just he's going to catch the ball. He's going to get the ball. Devontae Adams cannot catch every ball that's thrown. They have to throw it to someone else. Mm. Okay, Randall Cobb's in the mix. This Tunyon guy, what, 
he went crazy last year. Really, like, what the heck, dude? <laughs> oh, I guess I've, I've thrown three touchdowns to Devontae. To be fair, I have to share. Here's one to Robertonian because he's yeah. standing right there, you know? Um, if, if, if Deshaun Watson is playing, Houston Texans tight ends are a good option. This year it's Jordan Akins. He's back from his injury. Uh, he's a good option, especially in, if you're touchdown dependent. If the Texans are inside the 20, inside the red zone, it's all – don't look at the receivers. They're not catching the ball. It's either him running it, uh, Deshaun Watson's running it, or he's throwing it to one of his tight ends. It's just the safest bet. They've done that for the last three years. It works for them. I don't know if he's throwing the ball this year, but Tyrod Taylor might as well throw it. Um, Jordan Akins, I don't know where you have him, Ryan, if you do have him anywhere on your list. Not very I, high. I, but he's, hey, a, you know, he's a good sleeper. You being a Texans fan can pick the you know, you know the team, and me being a Broncos fan, I, I honestly sure. really do have my eyes on Noah Fant. Um, super, super talented first round pick, third year. Um, I think the offense is gonna be at least a little better, not knowing who the quarterback is. Yeah, it's gonna be a little better. Either Locks 30 or Teddy Bridgewater will be captain check down to him. I think he's gonna but, have a really, really but good. But see, year. I don't see I don't see Noah Fant as a sleeper. I see him as a legit tight end threat. After after the Darren that AFC that AFC West that's all they're known for man they're known for their tight ends they got Travis Kelsey Waller Fant and uh, I, I know Hunter Henry's gone but you know yeah, I don't know the Cook Chargers now. Jared Cook yeah Jared Cook Jared Cook is still playing man he's like a <laughs> grandfather dude he's like older than Tom Brady I think sometimes I mean can you remember he used to play like for we were like, wow, he's still playing. He's, he's with the Saints, and now he's playing there. It's insane. Mm-hmm. He's a good – he's not going to get you – he's more blocking, though. He's not he's a receiver good. as he used to be. Um, you know, so other than that, it's a significant drop-off. That's where my sleepers come in. Um, so a sleeper for me that actually worked out very well a few times with DraftKings was Irv Smith from Minnesota. Yes. So Minnesota – so I'm still waiting for him to become the big deal that he should have been a couple of years ago. Well, Rudolph is Ky- always Kyle there. Rudolph is there, but yeah. Irv Smith was, I think, their number two uh, second round draft pick. They they drafted him pretty high. Um, Irv Smith is a great sleeper. I don't again. I don't know if he's a sleeper. Would you pick him over Rudolph? Yeah, I don't even know where Rudolph is anymore. Rudolph left. Oh, Rudolph really? is gone. Yeah, let me try to find out where Rudolph went. Rudolph was really good. They just didn't utilize him. That's the problem. Kyle Rudolph's see, on I the would... Giants. Kyle Rudolph's a backup to Evan Ingram. Oh, he's in, okay. Yeah, Evan Ingram's another one. You know, I, I uh, he's got so much potential. That rookie year was awesome. Yeah. But so was the other guy who was uh, uh, <laughs> the Giants uh, tight end. Who was that guy? Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> <laughs> Shockey. Wow. He had a good rookie year. Go way back. Um, Evan Ingram has declined. He's regressed quite a bit. You know, uh, I think that has a lot to do with the offense and the quarterback play. Mm-hmm, Evan sure. Ingram's a, a solid receiving tight end. I always like him. I would recommend him. Um, definitely recommend, uh, as far as sleeper tight ends, I, I, I still lead more towards, like I said, I don't, I don't think Noah Fant is a sleeper. I think he's someone you draft. Yeah, high. I mean, not high, but someone you're drafting. You and know? you know who went up the draft board this year is Tyler Higby because the freaking Everett left. With the Rams, yeah. it was always is it Everett or Higby? Everett or Higby? Yeah. You never knew, yeah. but now that Everett is gone, 
I like Higby yeah. a lot. I really do. Yeah. I think he'll have a really solid year. Yeah, so that's that's a good pick. You know, I think but again, um it's you, you're not gonna see a lot of sleepers in tight ends because there's not a lot to pick from. It's not deep, it's not like a wide receiver. Right. Uh, you know, there are 32 tight ends, but I can't name 32 tight ends. I'm lucky if I can name 10 of them right now. Um the, the Ravens tight end who is really good. Um I, I can't I've I've drafted him several times, but I can't recall his name. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? The Ravens tight end? Uh, Mark Andrews? Yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah. He's a great tight end. Um, yeah. You know, he's really, he's very dangerous tight end, especially in the red zone. Um, you know, so I have more faith in a guy like Mark Andrews than I do in uh, Zach Ertz. I think Zach Ertz is regressed. Ertz I don't know. Anything, off. Yeah, he fell But off. I think it's also to do with that offense, the way that offense works. Um, same with Cleveland. Uh, you know, all these guys. Yeah. You know, what's funny is like, I'm looking at the list of tight ends here and there's so many, there's, there's two on one team. Like <laughs> it's like Cleveland. So Cleveland has, what's his name? Austin Hooper and, and Joku yes. and New but England, in, but, but none of them are any good. Like, well, the thing is they're Austin, decent, but they were taking touches away from each other. It's like, but the they're under, underperforming, right? Like, and Juke is like a – I think he's like a second-round draft pick. He's like he a got high drafted draft high. Pick. He got drafted really yeah, high. Yeah, he hasn't shown since his rookie year or anything, and they got Austin, they paid Austin Hooper a ton of money, man. Uh, but he didn't do anything spectacular. So, uh, you know, but again, I picked those guys over their receivers. I have more faith in the uh, Cleveland tight ends than I do in the receivers. So that I, makes sense. I actually, I mean, for their value, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Another team is like the Patriots. They have now Hunter Henry and Jainu Smith, like two of them. It's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I, I just, you can't pick one and just rely on them because you really have no idea how it's going to turn out. Yeah. I mean, and that's the problem, right? That you're always going to see now, for example, uh, like I said, yeah, I, obviously I'm a Texans fan, so I'm going to know, potential but i know the system more than i know the player mm. so like for example they had darren falls last year he's gone he was like their 32 year old tight end he was catching all the balls because jordan akins was hurt but now they have a guy named kahali warring who's number two that guy has potential because in that offense if you're in the red zone you need a tight end pick those guys right you know if you can't if someone else has been taken you know you're gonna you're, you're especially if you're in tight end uh touchdown uh heavy Dependent right. gap um, right. league. Now, yeah, I mean, looking at this list, I'm just going to reiterate what you said. It's Travis Kelsey, and then it's everybody else. So if you don't get Kelsey, just wait and snag a Noah Fant later. Snag a Logan Thomas or Irv Smith later, and it's fine. He could end up putting up the same numbers that who who went number two or three. as, as um, You can – um... Who's your number two? Would you pick Kittle over everyone else as your number two? I think so. I think so. He's healthy? As far as I know. The only thing that makes me nervous about that is if they switch up the quarterbacks and he's got zero chemistry with Trey Lance. And then, you know, yeah, but Garoppolo he'll catch the ball. Him. Yeah. Yeah, but if Lance, if Lance sucks or if Lance takes a while to get good, you know, it's going to tank Kittle a little bit. Well, same thing happens with Noah Fant, doesn't it? I mean, if it's yeah. who's your quarterback, is it right. Bridgewater? Is it Locke? Lock, who's we, we don't know yet, don't literally don't know yet. Deshaun yeah. Watson, 
I mean, here's the, this is the thing with tight ends. You can literally see we are taking dart throws as we talk about this. It's just what it's going to come down to. But it makes it fun. Lucky. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, it's and, tough. And, and, the, and, the, and the cool thing is you got to put some thought into it. You know, I mean, just because you have Travis Kelsey doesn't make it, you know, easier either. Uh, because you're going to have whole other holes on your team that other people don't that's the, have. Yeah, you know, that's so. the problem. And another one we haven't touched on yet is Kyle Pitts. What are your thoughts on him from Atlanta? Should, that's Yeah, so should he be after Kelsey over Kittle? I mean, I can understand why you would do that, but you're drafting a rookie with just a ton of unknowns. But he was a number f- top five, so Saquon Barkley was like that too. Yeah. He's not a quarterback. Okay, so that's that's the that's the important distinction. He's not a quarterback, so he's actually worth to me worth the risk of drafting really high. Like I would take him right after Travis Kelsey. You would take him number two because he is top five uh, player in the league when he was drafted this year, and he's mm-hmm. a position skill player. He's not mm-hmm. a quarterback, so he, he, there's no growing pains for him. He's going to be pulled out of the game. He's going to come in. He's going to catch the ball. If they throw it, he's going to catch it. It's Matt Ryan, dude. Matt Ryan's going to throw the ball to this guy. Yeah. Okay? That's why it's juicy. You're like, whoa, this guy is like, I would – he's not a sleeper. He's a he's a high draft. His situation is really good for him to succeed. Calvin Ridley's going to open up on the other side, man. These guys are just going to – that's why Atlanta's dangerous. You don't know what they're going to do, man, unless Matt Ryan really screws it up because – and their defense because – Atlanta is poised. They did the right thing by getting rid of Julio. They went younger, and that's yeah. they got this tight end. Who's drafting tight ends in the top ten anymore, man? Top right. five, right? But they are when you uh, have one, boy, oh boy, they are valuable. I'm telling you, it's like people who started, who drafted Nick Chubb, who drafted Saquon Barkley early, because even though they're rookies, yeah, they're not quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think it's a different, it's a different thing. You have to take that risk. Receivers. Yeah, it depends. Tight ends are different because it's a specific, you know, it depends on how deep they are on receivers and stuff. This guy's yeah. starting this guy's a starting player, dude. He's out. Uh, the first he's like I, I drafted Evan Ingram when he was a rookie, hmm. you know, and he, he had a good year, you know, he had a decent year. He got hurt. But yeah, you make a good point. You know, when it comes to rookies, quarterbacks usually are eh, as far as fantasy, wide receivers unless, are really unless tough. you're Cam Newton. Yeah, unless you're Cam <laughs> Newton. But a running back, and we'll see about a tight end. As a rookie, you can perform and you can make a huge impact. So, yeah, that's that's actually a really really good point. Um, yeah. So as far as uh, kickers, we're just we're not going to do that. And uh, Adam Vinatieri still playing? No, I mean kickers are important to me. It depends on um, pick pick teams that are really bad that have good kickers. You know, for that reason that uh, are uh, Ravens. Ravens, Ravens don't always score touchdowns. Awesome. That's why Justin yeah. Tucker's the you know amazing. He's a great, he's a good player to draft uh, as a kicker. You still want to use that as your last pick, ladies and gentlemen. You do not ever want to pick a kicker in the unless it's the last round and you're like, oh, I didn't, I forgot to pick a kicker. You can do that mm-hmm. the next day by dropping someone else off your team. Um, because I see it just uh, mind boggling when people are picking. Uh, kickers like four rounds before the draft is over i'm like okay you really like vinatieri all right that makes no sense <laughs> but no i, th- I think um, I defenses mentioned... well i was defenses gonna say i think too. i i think i mentioned on the previous podcast that uh i tend to like kickers and indoors i tend to like kickers on teams that score so you know they're moving the ball just don't score touchdowns and you always want to grab denver kickers 
Exactly. High altitude. Yeah, that helps. Or, or even the opposing kicker that's going to Denver, always um, the altitude. It helps. Uh, people, it helps. This, they're kicking 60-yard field goals yeah. because they live in Denver. You know, um, before McManus, it was, uh, you know, there's a bunch of other kickers before him. Uh, Jason Elam. <laughs> Back in the day. Elam. Love me some Elam. So, and yeah. Prater. I mean, Prater, Matt Prater. Matt Prater. And Matt Prater's had a great career in Detroit. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's still with Detroit. Um, Detroit kickers, I would I would take a Detroit kicker. Uh, that's how I d- draft kickers, by the way. Um, I draft by how bad the team is at scoring. So, where I'm, I love getting that 40-yard uh, field goal or 45-yard field goal, 50-yard field goals. Those add up whether teams are often stopped midway. Uh, Dallas tends to have that issue. It did last year. So if, if you see a quarterback that goes down, typically that's a I, that's how I kind of hmm. view the, the next scorer on the team is the kicker after running back or um, so. Well, yeah, the one kickers, thing you don't want to do is have a kicker on a team and they're always down you know, 20 points in the fourth correct. and they're just, they're never going to kick it. You know, so that, blows. And, you don't yeah, want, that. you don't want, you don't want, uh, yeah. Like you, you don't want to be, uh, Aaron Rodgers kicker, even though they're Matt Mason Crosby is a great kicker. It's, he only comes down to game time decisions. It's, I mean, yeah. when, you know, the game's on the line, I should say, and they need the last kick because otherwise it's just extra points. They're not scoring, you know, you want like guys like where teams struggle to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I would probably look at even with Fitzmagic, uh, probably Washington might be a good place to have a kicker. So that'd be Hopkins, Dustin Hopkins. Dustin Hopkins. So um, I've I've really really liked um, Will Lutz the last few years, but he just got hurt. He literally just got a hip injury, I think. So he's out for many many weeks. So that blows so the Saints up. kicker. Yeah. The Saints kicker has been freaking automatic because he's been indoors. The Saints score. They're in tight games. But now he's not Same kicking, with the so Falcons tough. kicker. I would get yeah. the, the Wang Chu. Wang Young Wei Ku. Young Wei Ku. Yeah. He's a great kicker. Yeah. Um, yeah I love me some Ku uh, because he's also indoors. And um, Atlanta's offense was stalling quite a bit last year. Mm. So he got some points, I think. Um, no, I wouldn't be surprised. Minnesota if- as well. Yeah, Minnesota. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Blankenship from the Colts actually finished as one of the top kickers this year. Too. Well, yeah, because Carson Wentz is uh, hurt now. Yeah, Blank, and, Blankenship. Uh, with yeah, his, they'll move the yeah. ball. Shitty kind of division. Um, stay away from Steelers kickers. <laughs> uh, stay away from Browns yeah. kickers. There's too much wind. Uh, Miami too. There's quite a bit of wind. I stay away from Buffalo kickers. The only person uh only kicker i like in that whole division is justin tucker when it's baltimore ravens kicker other than that i stay away from all the other kickers mm-hmm. uh you know new york uh, i mean these guys are so windy uh, look at indoor kickers obviously like ryan said uh, mm-hmm. or if you're in i really i'm a fan of anyone kicking in denver because the um the odds of scoring more points are significantly higher because of the 50 yarders and 60 yarders can be made as well. So, which I think is really cool. You and I do know just to give some love, I do know you've had a lot of success with Harrison Butker from the chiefs, just because the chiefs yes. are always freaking putting up points. Yep. Like, that guy's that's money. a very good point. Butker is a great kicker, even with, and see, that's weird because, um, you know, you kind of 
contradict yourself where you're like, hey, don't, you know, don't pick Aaron Rodgers kicker because they're scoring touchdowns a lot. But yeah. then Patrick Mahomes is scoring touchdowns, but Butker's still getting his kicks too. Well, you know what's yeah. great is when you have like Mahomes and take his kicker. So, you know, you're getting a field goal or a touchdown in every possession um, for the most possession, part. Pretty much, and yeah. You're getting points no matter what. Or if, or if Mahomes scores a touchdown, you get an extra point at least. Yeah, because so they don't something. punt. They don't punt very often. You know? know. So you want kickers, you want kickers that are, in the 50 yard range, you know, and even if they miss, I mean, you lose points, but Hey, at least you're getting the, you're getting the shot. I'd the rather get the opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Have the opportunities. So. Well, dude, Nabil, this has been awesome. It's been real. We yeah, did, man. this is what we do. Just, just us hanging out. We just happen to be recording it. We but, should, uh, yeah, we should, uh, we should definitely make an annual event of this and just talk about like the next year's roster. I'm, I'm waiting. I've got to wait, uh, Nine more days to get my new copy of Madden, man. It's got Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes oh, yeah. in the cover. That's right. That'd be great Madden jinx if both of them get hurt. It's <laughs> fine with me. Let's go Broncos, baby. Yeah. Fine with me. Someone else gets someone else gets a chance to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Well, Nabil, yeah, it's man. been real. It's almost time, man. It is almost yeah, time. We it's almost upon us. I cannot wait for draft day. I can't wait for draft kings. Um, yeah. dude, this is the best. I can't wait. May so. the best team win. The best team win. I'll see you in the war zone. Until next week. Yeah, later, dude. (laughs) All right, Nabil. Take care. Bye. Well, there you have it. Special thank you to Nabil J. Tapker for joining me on both episodes of the fantasy football special and thank you for listening i would love to hear from you so leave a comment shoot me a dm and don't forget subscribe and also leave a review it's very appreciated and i'll catch you next time on the pursuit of happiness podcast